Hello and welcome to the FIFO Fam podcast. I'm Boyd. And I'm Kayla. And here we talk all things FIFO, family and taking life one week at a time. We're all about creating the best versions of ourselves physically, mentally and environmentally. While also learning and struggling through the everyday grind of a young family. So hop on, join the shit show and we, and we hope, hope you, you enjoy this episode. episode. Get a yeah, you gotta have to repeat yourself there, mate. Good day, everyone. Howdy. Hope you're all doing well. Welcome back to another episode. Uh, we dropped Kayla last episode for having a chat with Pado. Hope you all enjoyed I'm that. Always so. second best to Pado. Let's always. be honest. Yeah. Pado, Pado's my boo. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. How, how you doing anyway? Me? How am I doing? Yeah. Ah, oh, well, I mean, for those of you that don't know, um, we unfortunately lost my dad last week. Um, so, yeah, we're not, we're not doing too great. It's been a bit of a shit ride. Um, yeah, it was just a really, really long couple of weeks. Um, wasn't supposed to happen. No. I uh, went in for some treatment and unfortunately he didn't come out. No. So that's the simplest way to put it is that, yeah, it wasn't supposed to happen. Um, but, you know, that's the case a, a lot of the time. It's part of part um, of life and part of everything, I guess. It's um Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. we had a rough couple of weeks there and a lot of hospital visits in and out. and A lot of hospital, really, like, a lot of long caught, long days trying to hope that he pulled out of it. and yeah, Caught up in lockdown as well through all of that and restrictions. Yeah, so. we got locked out of the hospital right at the end there. Um, it's hard um, enough as it is, but when you got all that shit going on as well, it's, it makes it ten times harder, especially when you've got to see family and... Um, you know, make sure everyone, all of them are okay as well and make, um, yeah, plan stuff out. Yeah, it was really hard. Like, obviously, my, my brother and family, they um, live over on the little island and um, they had to come up here and, um, yeah, we're in the, the midst of the lockdown and then, you know, no one was allowed in hospitals anymore right, right at the end there and then eventually when we were allowed back in, it was to say our final goodbyes so that you know it doesn't really make you feel very um good that that's the only reason you're allowed back in to see them so um yeah i think it's just been one hit after another we had you know that is huge covid lockdown then right in the midst of that scarlet got conjunctivitis and um you know locked us in our house by ourselves while we were going through this and um you know, luckily we did go and see family and they're very happy to, you know, just kind of deal with that if, if it spreads. But it was, it was um, for anyone that knows the difference, it was bacterial, so it wasn't a virus. It was um, a personal infection. Um, so we just kind of kept her away. But just dealing with that on top of it, obviously having a sick kid. And then just this week we've spent with... Teddy being really unwell as well. Um, 
literally every symptom of under the sun. So just kind of feels like can't get out of the loop. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I guess we're, we're in a bit of limbo. We got no, no real closure date. Um, no funeral date. Again, a lot of that is to do with COVID, um, a few other things. And that just leaves everyone in a really shitty place. Um, you know, people trying to get here and struggling through COVID and that everyone just wants to say goodbye. And unfortunately for me, I'm in a re I grieve really weirdly or not weirdly for me. I don't know. I try, I'm trying to make myself grieve. And that sounds really weird to me to say I'm trying to, but I've got nothing. Like I'm, I'm literally this, this, numb person that isn't happy can't be happy but can barely cry and I feel like I'm just stuck in this shitty place I'm you know grumpy all the time I've got no real drive to do anything my boy's been home for three weeks and all I keep thinking is you know you didn't you barely even cleaned your house but then I'm like okay well also like take a breath, this is a really shit time. But then I'm like, well, I have to live here. I also have to, you know, continue things. And it's just, I don't know, I just feel like we, yeah, just stuck in this shit place and with no funeral date and no real gist of when we're going to say that real last farewell. You're still going to be locked in that same mindset, I feel like I'm just stuck in this for endless. It's it's yeah, it's a weird feeling. It's like, yeah, you can't fully let him go yet because you're going to be in this headspace until everything goes forth. Yeah, like I'm like, okay, do I get, do I let this fully evolve? And then what, uh, you know, do I have nothing left at that final thing? Or, you know, is it just so gut wrenching that I ruined myself completely as a person? Um, but then I'm like, well, I'm kind of ruining myself as a person right now. Um, and it's pretty shit feeling. And, you know, then like one tiny thing will happen and I'm snapping at everyone or it's really upsetting me because obviously I'm holding on to all this stuff, but I haven't really evolved and dealt with it yet because you haven't said that final there's, goodbye yet. There's, like, there's no, no date as, you there's know, no closure. Yeah. 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 And like. And it goes back to, you know, okay, deal with it. Go, you know, go into yourself and and deal with it. And then I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to get pulled straight back into it whenever. He was my dad. I'm always going to get pulled back into it, but not necessarily to the extent of what I feel his funeral will be for me. Yeah. And so it's, I don't know, I'm just a bit lost. And, yeah, like I said, like the smallest things are upsetting me. Yeah. I feel like I'm not my true self. I'm not being who I am to like anyone around me. None of my friends. I'm, you know, avoiding t- conversations. I'm not talking to people. Um, I mean, I'm pretty good at that. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, uh, we're, not, we're not introverts at all here, but <laughs> I am pretty good at ignoring people, but I I feel like, you know, I'm not ignoring people for the right reasons. <laughs> um Yeah like fully closing myself off and 
yeah, it just doesn't feel very good right yeah. now. Oh, you've you've had some amazing friends that have reached out straight away and you know um, sent you flowers and stuff to cheer you up and um, paid your visits and just had a chat about things. It's um yeah, it's meant a lot not just for yourself, I guess, but for me as well. Um, it's those little things that can put you in a better mood and <clears throat> you don't you haven't been. Usually you can contain yourself and keep a pretty level head, but it's just some little things this week. You can see it's just getting to you. It's just that one extra thing on your mind and mm. you're snapping or... I'm just not even you, there. Yeah, like yeah, I'm yeah exactly. I'm just not there. Yeah. But I guess once we get that closure, I think... Um, on, yeah, I don't think anything will ever be the same now, but it's it'll make things a lot easier and let you and our family move on. Yeah, I think the other thing is like obviously you and I are pretty heavy in trying to make a future and plan our life and so much of that was always something that when we got a good idea, we ran to dad with it. We'd go, okay, let's tee this up, let's, you know, word it perfectly because dad's a no shit you know, kind of person to deal with. If yep. if you come to him with shit information and you don't have all of the, you know, ideas out, he'll pull it to pieces. And so he was our go-to person every time we thought of something. And every time we get, you know, a step further in what we want to do, it just breaks my heart a little bit that I can't go to him anymore. And yeah, he was a great man for advice, um, and as Kayla said, he was always a great man to shoot our plans to the ground if they were shit house. <laughs> yeah, or even just be like, "That's a good idea," but you know, you need to have think. You, have you thought about this, or have you thought about this? Yeah, yeah. your end results good, but your middle steps a shit house. Like, um, and so one of the last conversations we had with him was all this major planning and just really sucks. Yeah. Every step forward, all these plans we talked to him about, we'll do it for him, eh? Yeah. As well as ourselves, obviously, but his um, his words of wisdom and his vi- advice and everything that we put to him, everything he gave back to us was sort of one step further in the right direction. Yeah. So. And, you know, I'm just grateful that he was our person that we talked to and that's one of the things that we did in the last few times we saw him was mapping out our future and him always wanting to help us plan and learn. And there's so many things that we're going to come across that's going to really upset me because I would have gone straight to him. But I'm just thankful that we did, while he was here, go to him. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we're both in the same mindset with that sort of thing. Absolutely. So, yeah, obviously, uh, it's been a pretty shit couple of weeks. Um, But in true dad spirit, we have tried to carry on. And we'll carry on because he would literally say, pull your shit together. Have a teaspoon of cement and hard the fuck up. <laughs> Put on your fucking boots. 
and get off your ass yep. is what he would tell me. Um, yep. So just trying to get through every day, um, trying to get out of this clear rut that I am in. Um, but, yeah, it does just seem endless. And, you know, obviously COVID and all of that right in the mix of it, I know so many people are doing it worse or have done it worse, but um, saying goodbye to your dad in the midst of a lockdown is fucking shit. Yeah. And I do not wish it upon anyone, you know, lockdown, any other thing, but actually having to say goodbye to your dad on those final days while in the midst of a lockdown, not having everyone be able to go, my sister and I had to take messages, recordings and stuff so that people that can't go because of lockdown could say goodbye and that's just that's just really shit. So, yeah, our kids and their kids couldn't even go say goodbye to their grandpa in the hospital because of all these lockdowns. Um, Not that we would have probably... We probably would have preferred it that way anyway. Because, For our children, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think we're ready to sort of explain that to to them yet, but um, they're a bit young to sort of understand the full concept of death at the moment. So. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we wouldn't have taken our kids anyway, but just, yeah, like I said, I wouldn't wish that on anyone and anyone that has done it, I'm so sorry because it's just not fair. It's really, really not fair. So I guess, yeah, we're, we're dealing with that as well. But, yeah, so that's my week, um, I guess. Um, how are you doing? How are, you know, this is your father-in-law and this has been a big um, impact on our family. Obviously, like I said, I haven't really been switched on a lot. So, yeah, how, how are you doing? Yeah, obviously, yeah, the main part of it was – uh, pretty upsetting. Um, I've seen how you've gone through it. And, yeah, there was a lot of tears and all that bullshit and the stuff that goes with it. But, yeah, it's hard It's hard seeing anyone would know that's gone through the same thing. It's hard seeing your partner go through losing someone so close. And, you know, we've had these two deaths in the family now in the last yeah. couple of months. So, yeah, it, it's been pretty hard. They're just having a shit of a run lately, and um, yeah, it's it's not just someone someone so close to me, like father in law, but someone that I could have learned a lot from and built so much more memories with. Yeah, it's about what we you know lost going forward. Yeah, isn't it? and you know the the things that are sort of yeah sticking with me like I, you know, should have gone fishing with him that one more time or, um, you know, it, it's it's hard. It is. I think if you get yourself into that groove, you, you're never going to stop because, yeah. You, yeah. you can keep going down the what-if rabbit hole, but it's, um yeah. I guess the other thing was, you know, the stress of work as well. I've had to have time off for my pop a few weeks back and it – it just feels like I've, I've barely been at work since then. Um, I took another week off for this and um, I'm, I'm glad I did. I've got no regrets there. For me, family always comes first. Just being able to spend that extra time with you and make sure you're all good. I don't think I would have forgave myself if I did go back up to work. Yeah. 
because... Well, just to set the time frame, you would have left the morning after Dad passed away. No, no. If I went oh, there, originally. Yeah, originally. If I, if I left, yeah, I would have gone up there, worked one shift and then had to come back home anyway. Yeah. And then he had, you know, you had rescheduled your flight. Yeah. And it was scheduled for 10 a.m. the morning after. And we were still at the hospital at 2 a.m. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, it happened the day before I was supposed to actually fly out after I rescheduled it. So, uh, yeah, we called that off as well and um, just spent some quality family time. And, yeah, obviously just making your fam- making sure your family's okay. It's the most important thing. Like, yeah. Nothing, nothing comes on top of that. 100% is the most important thing, but it doesn't fall, you know, far from being like, okay, well, we also still need to earn money. We need to pay our bills. Oh, of course. And it's a massive stressor because, like you said, Unfortunately, we've had, you know, a few things. Teddy got sick and you had to have a couple of days off work when he went to hospital. And, I, and like, yeah. I know that was a little while ago, but it's all in the same time. It all adds up. Time, yep. Like, you know, the same year. And then your, your pop, that was one week. My dad, that's another week. Um, you know, coming up, that's another thing. We still don't know the funeral and that might be more leave. And that's huge for money also growth in your work yeah that, um, and that's the one thing i'm worried about with work as well like i've got i got i don't like taking sick days anyway like if if i need to obviously i do but uh that's the thing that i stress about the most is just my growth there because it's a very sort of perform not performance driven you know what i mean like well you have to hold your own yeah exactly and i feel like if I've, every week that you miss or every shift that you missed it's another step that you're taking backwards so Mm -hmm. for that yeah for me that's pretty big and i guess i know that it's just the people pleaser in me i guess i just don't like to let people down but it's not just that it's also you know your mental health if you're you know that week that you missed for whatever reason whether it's a holiday or anything like this and then someone gets the foot in the door before you and then you take an extra six months. There's no other job role for you for six months, 12 months, whatever. And yeah. you could have been that person. That's so negative on your mental health, yeah. especially in this industry. Yeah. And that's that's the thing as well. Like if if I did go to work, I don't think I would have been in the headspace to actually do my job as mm-hmm. required. Mm-hmm. And that's not just bad for me. It's bad for anyone else around me. You know, I could have switched off, blanked out for Dangerous. five, ten seconds and – could have ran someone off the road or, you know, ran over someone. It's Or not screwed something in properly. Yeah, ex- or... exactly. Yep. You have no idea what I do for No, I have do. no idea. <laughs> no idea. You tell me you screw things into walls and no, that, stuff. No, that's not me. I, I help people put things into walls. Oh, okay. <laughs> Don't you put, like, you put shielding things up? Like, well, uh, mesh. mesh? Yeah. You put mesh up? I watch people put mesh oh, up. Oh, okay. You still anyway. Anyway, that's... It's making me sound even worse than what my actual job role is. Sorry. Anywho. I thought you, okay, that's what I thought you did. (laughs) Clearly, I have no idea. I know the job role as a whole. I just don't know what you personally do. Yeah, I'm I'm doing all right, obviously. Just trying to make sure you're all good. Um, I'm the same page as you, though. I'm a bit bit numb. It's, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to make it sound dramatic, but it, it... kind of changes you like it doesn't yeah it makes you a completely different person yeah um and just sort of taking what they took in their stride 
putting that into your own life and taking bits that you go, I really admired that about that person and I really want to take the that zero atti- attitude given. on. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, anyone that knew my dad, it's it's a 100% tell-all, I don't give a fuck. That's, that's the thing, yeah, you always knew where you stood with him. So. Knew where you stood. If you annoyed him, it didn't matter how big or small, he'd tell you that that was fucking annoying. <laughs> <laughs> But, but yeah, it's just it's just a really weird feeling, and I you know I've never I don't have any grandfathers; they've all passed, and you know that for me that all happened quite s- smoothly. Is not necessarily the right word, but you know you knew they were passing, then they passed, and then the funeral happened, and it all kind of happened in one big go. And I feel like there's a real weird feeling because, and I know that this is a lot based on COVID. Uh, we have family based all different places. And there's just this weird feeling like no one can grieve properly because there's no real idea of when we can say, you know, send him off yeah. and all kind of celebrate his life together. And, you know, Obviously, that's what we're doing. We want to celebrate his life, but I don't know. It's just this weird null. Yeah, it's a hard space to be in. Um, saying that, though, what are some of the stuff that you sort of have done to put you in a better mindset? Um, obviously, I have two kids. I have two very young kids who have zero, zero understanding of what's going on. And as much as it breaks my heart, Scarlett says every day she has this ushi that she's called da- uh, Grandpa and she's got names for all of them but there is one specific one that is always Grandpa and it doesn't change. And What one is it? It's that little yellow kid from Up. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's Darth Vader. <laughs> is it? It's Darth Vader or, or it's. Um, the no, other guy. No, okay, no, it's that little. It's not. It is. I'm telling What's you right name? now, it's not. Like uh, this is an argument that I will will stand by. No, it's not. It is. It's not. We'll settle this tomorrow. Um, but she takes him on adventures every day, and she says, "Come on, Grandpa, let's yeah. go," and it absolutely kills me. But you know, yeah, that's it. I have two kids that have no idea what we're going through, and as much as it's really hard, I also have to just switch on for them. So do you think the distraction's helping you sort of not forget about it but just putting it aside and putting your mind somewhere else? I think it's helping in one way and detrimental in another. Yep. I think in one way it's great because I have to switch on and be a mother, and in another way I don't know if I'm – Dealing with it properly. Yeah. It's sort of postponing everything. Yeah. And pushing it on to. Yeah. Like, and I think that's, you know, with everything being on hold as well, like it's just easy for me to go, okay, don't deal with this yet. Yeah. So I don't know if that's actually detrimental to my mental health or or if I'll just slowly process it. Yeah. but yeah, that's you know that's the biggest one is just I have two very 
little children who need me and I don't have another option for them. Um, Having you home has been amazing because I have been able to be, you know, a lot less attentive and, you know, switch off when I need to. Hand things over. Like there's been times where I've noticed that you've just been like on your phone talking to your sister and that, even just messaging and the kids are running amok and you've just completely switched off and it's just the opportunity for you to actually get that conversation through with someone else being able to get up and do the work. I've needed to take a lot of phone calls in the last few weeks and, yeah, I really would have struggled to do that if you weren't home. Yeah. Um, So I am very grateful for that. Obviously, you were home the week before already. Yeah. Um, Yeah, on my R&R week. Yeah, yeah. So that was just lucky timing. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, it... Just being able to kind of walk out the room and know that you were there. Having a FIFO husband, how much more stress does it put on situations like this? Well, I'm constantly thinking about you going back to work. Yeah. With everything. You know, that whole lead up. There was a couple of days there where we were sort of umming and ahhing, like, do I go? What if it happens tonight and you're gone? Well, my sister had to, like, you know, Ash, Ash had to call Logan back. Yeah. He had to come home. Yeah. And, you know... Um, Ash grieves very differently to me. We're very, very different people in that aspect. And so I am so, so glad that he did because she needed it. And, like, you know, for me to say that I needed it and I appreciated so much that extra leeway, I realised how much she needed it. Yeah. And, you know, I think that's another, another thing to watch other people grieve and just realise how differently everyone processes this and allowing everyone to process it in what works for them. As much as sometimes because, I don't know, I do process very internally. I don't really externalise a whole lot. Mm. Obviously, you guys all just heard me cry before, but (laughs) that's fine. Um, Yeah, I do internalise a lot. It does, you know, I do kind of get perceived a bit more of as a hard shell. And so sometimes it's hard to watch. Where do you get that from? (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes it's hard to watch other people get comforted when you know that you're feeling the same way. You just aren't portraying it. Yeah. Um, But, you know, also just being like, okay, well, everyone grieves differently. You know, you got to process it and if I want to externalize it then people will realize like people will see that and be there but if I want to internalize it then I have to you know realize that that's my own choice I guess with me being on a 7-7 roster it's a lot easier to make those snap decisions because at the most I only lose seven seven days days. whereas someone on a 2-2 roster they're it, it, you have to roll the dice mm-hmm. when it comes to those decisions. You know, is is that going to be the time that they pass away? Is it, you know, do you have an extra few days? Is it going to be the funeral as yeah. well? Like that or is was... he going to hang on for a couple of weeks and then you've not, you don't want to use the word wasted those two weeks weeks by coming home because. At but the you end don't of... have another two weeks. Exactly. Like if you don't have another two weeks, then what do you do? I think at the end of the day, the people that get called home and 
it doesn't happen, I think at the end of the day, you've done the right thing anyway, yeah. because if you've got called home, it's for a reason. Your family needs you, your partner needs you, and it's better for you to be them through that time that they're struggling. So, Yeah, it's just hard when you also need to pay your bills. Exactly. Yep, and, of course. You know, when it's not that you come home halfway through a day and then you can return to work the next day, it's, you know, you lose a week of work. Yep. And it is hard. And, you know, like you said before, how, how did that affect me? That was never off my mind. As much as I was struggling through trying to process the thought of potentially losing my dad and then actually losing my dad, it never strayed from my mind the fact that your work was beckoning and it was coming to the day that you were going to leave and then it was the day you were going to leave and then it was the next day. When are the flights? When should you leave? Shouldn't you leave? What happens with the kids? We're in a lockdown. There's no childcare. There's no work for me. The kids are sick. (laughs) The kids are sick. Like, um, and so it's this whole thing of, okay, well, there's no childcare. So I can't even send Scarlett to childcare for a day. If I need to do stuff, you know, I need that extra person home. I also don't have work, so I've got no income. So I'm like, okay, but you also need to get paid because I'm losing income. Like it's huge. It never, ever once strayed from my mind as much as that sucks to say. It's not a day of work. It's seven. Yeah. And I think that time where I made that call and I was like, no, fuck it. I'm staying home for the rest of the week. I need it. You need it. I think that was just a, a, a sigh of relief because it's one less thing you have to worry about. It's not just a small thing either. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a big thing. You know, in your mind, you're going through, oh, my partner's not going to be here. And in my mind, I'm going, I'm not going to be there for you. Yeah. Or uh, I might struggle a lot mentally while I'm away. Yeah. And yeah. I, I said it a couple of weeks ago, but having having a good supervisor or a good boss that understands and is sort of sympathetic, empathetic to what you're going through, it goes a long way. It makes it so much easier. Yeah, and I have to say, like, you know, you made that call pretty quick and we were umming and ahhing only an hour before um, about whether you were going back to work or not because obviously, like we said, that, you know, he was supposed to fly out the next day and, you know, you you, you came to me and, one, like, one of the first things he said was, I'm I'm not leaving. I've already cancelled my flight. Yeah. And as much as that isn't necessarily for a normal job what you want to hear in that moment, it was huge for me to be like, I no longer need to ask Boyd. I don't need to push Boyd yeah. about flights or work. You had made that call and I went, okay, you know, my husband's home with me. I can now do anything I want. I, You know, I've got another what 10 days I had yeah with you home and I was like sweet okay I no longer need to do anything I just need to get through each hour yeah because obviously it's not a decision I'm looking at you like you have to make this decision for me it was me a lot of the week was me gauging how you were feeling and the situation how it was Mm. actually panning out but yeah at the end of the day it the family comes first It, it it always does yeah yeah, I guess if you couldn't tell, we're a bit of a wreck. We're a bit messy. We're not quite ourselves. But that's life. So we didn't want to not do this podcast. We wanted to keep going because this is life. And um, 
you know, so much of what you see these days is not gen- like general and it's it's hidden or whatever. So we're out here trying to still kick butt yep. and trying to keep going because, you know, that's what my dad would have wanted. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what we want as well. It's where those – we go through our moments of having – our lows and you know we dig ourselves in ditches and that but we are very motivated driven people and i think me and you we push each other to be those people yeah i also think we've sat on our ass for the last two weeks wallowing yeah um maybe three weeks because seven days of lockdown prior (laughs) um so you know just trying to keep going trying to get out i've set myself a new push-up goal every day because i feel like a lazy shit We've drunk alcohol every day. Yeah. Um, and I feel shit, but I'm still here drinking a wine because I'm a terrible person. Um, okay, so, yeah, I guess we didn't really intend to talk about this. We had a different topic tonight, but obviously this is where our heads are at. Yeah, um, this was only supposed to be our little intro bit, but I guess it became a topic in itself. Not just a topic, but it's just what's been going on in our lives. And Yeah, this is our life and this is what we want to do with this podcast is be truthful and honest and how it affects with FIFO and kids and how our lives are rolling through. And obviously this was a big thing that we really didn't think that we would be um, dealing with right now. Um, You know, I'm only 26. Um, My dad was a young dad. And so to lose him, that's that's young. Like he was he was fifty three. Yeah. Um. So it's not what we expected. Um. So yeah, I guess we didn't expect to talk about this tonight either. Um. But we're gonna always keep it real. We're always gonna talk about what is affecting us and what we're dealing with. So we are gonna keep it to just this topic tonight and not go with what we were gonna talk about as well. No. Um, I feel like it doesn't really do it justice <laughs> if nah. we do. No, no. Um, but yeah, just to, I guess, just to finish off or just to continue on, how how have you found this grieving process, Boyd? Like, have you, for me, I feel like I haven't fulfilled my grieving process properly. I feel like I'm falling short and I'm not doing it properly and it's a really shit feeling because I f- keep telling myself there's no right way to grieve, but I feel like I'm doing it wrong. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. For me, it's just being there for you, I guess. I, I can see how you're dealing with it at the moment. Um, it's going to be hard going away for work, but we'll deal with that when it comes to it. Yes, you leave tomorrow. Obviously, this will air oh, later. This will air um, when I'm coming home, so. But that doesn't matter, like. For us right now, you leave tomorrow. And weirdly, I'm relieved that you leave tomorrow. Will it kind of be just like, all right, a, a snap and go, all right, back into routine, back into... Yeah, I feel like it will. I feel like it'll be a back into routine. I'll get like so into the things with the kids and so into the cleaning of the house because I have no one else to fall on. And then I also weirdly feel like I'm going to go to bed super early, drink my cup of tea and put on a really sad movie and like (laughs) cry the house down. And as much as 
I have done that with you around and I just feel my personal preference is to do that alone. You know, I do that when I feel a build up. Yeah. And when I feel like I just need to let something out, I'll go and put on a sad movie and make myself cry. And I love it. I feel like it it releases myself so that I don't cry at the drop of a hat or at something stupid or yell at something stupid. Yeah. I in I like that. It's something that I've trained myself to. It's your way of dealing. Yeah, like I, yeah. I I feel it coming and go, okay, you know, you need to have a cry or yeah. you're going to cut someone's head off. Yeah. Um and yeah, I'm weirdly excited that, you know, obviously I don't drink when you're away. Yeah, um, I was just about to say that. You don't drink while I'm away and you've just started getting back into your push-ups and bit of fitness. Bit of fitness, yeah, because as Carla was saying, we have been pretty lazy these last weeks for good reason, but um, I think I'm on the same page as well. I've got this yeah. whole new level of motivation in my head right now. Mm. Just, yeah, no bullshit thing going on. So Yeah. Yeah, I feel like we've just been really stuck in limbo. Unfortunately, you know, you t- like fortunately you took the week off and then you had your break, which we thought could potentially be, you know, the process of funerals and all of that, which would have been busy and hectic and so full on and instead we kind of just did nothing ted scarlet got sick ted got sick we really just got stuck in our house um and you know we, we we did a few things we got out for really big walks which was amazing for my mental health going for big long walks just getting getting fresh air and a bit of sun as well it's um it's, we've, we had pretty dismal weather as well, so it was actually made it a bit easier to stay inside. But, <laughs> um, yeah, those days where we got out and went for a bit of a run, yeah. like you, you don't usually run, but we'd, I'd be pushing the pram. We'd have Alfie, our dog, with us, and you'd just go, oh, I just want to take him for a run. You'd bugger off for 500 yeah. metres, you know, and then yeah. it's just it just a physical exercise. It does wonders, like, for your mental health and just to clear your mind. Yeah, so as much as I can't do the running or the big walks, well, I can walk Scarlet to childcare and stuff like that, and down to Woolies. Um, but I'm just, yeah, I'm I'm excited to get back into a bit of normality and a bit of alone time. Like I'm such a weird introvert extrovert combination. Yeah. Um, I love a bit. Of extrovert, <laughs> is that a word? I don't know if yeah. that works. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, but and then I love a bit of me and Boyd home time, but I'm very much a I deal with my inner feelings by myself. By yourself. Yeah. yeah, I so. guess that's a that's one of those things that come with that tough outer outer shell side of things. And yeah, that hard bitch. Hard bitch. <laughs> Yeah. I bent down your soft, bloody plush toy. Plush toy. Yeah. I really do have this weird hard shell that I, I, I don't know. I'll talk someone's ear off about something that I'm comfortable about and just let it all out. Yeah. But I'll refrain from any actual. Re- I don't know. God, I don't it know. used to be so much worse with that as well. I'm not saying it's a bad trait, but. 
when we first met, you you were like stone cold. Like you did not show an emotion unless it was like anger towards me. That's the only <laughs> thing that you show. Like you would like everything down. I never showed happiness down. or anything. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, like, like the the negative, neg- not negative, but like sad or you know. Yeah. You never let any of that show, and then I think <clears throat> over time you've sort of developed, and I've sort of become that. We've become each other's sort of second half, and yeah. we lean on each other a lot more, and we can share our mind. But when I first met you, Jesus, I I wouldn't be having this conversation with you. You'd just be like, "What? Nothing's wrong." <laughs> You know, well, man passed away, but I'm, I'm fine. Cold bitch. Happy Larry, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. I, I do like to, um, I don't know, it's weird because I'm very, I'm very much an open book with so much, but then I'm just, I guess I'm an open book that lets you have your emotion, but I don't really show my own. Is yeah. that kind of? And that, I think that makes it hard on what I've seen is it makes it hard on you as well because you go to talk to someone about your problems and then they mention something and then you end up consoling them and oh yeah <laughs> yeah you do yeah you do that with a lot of people and it's it it makes it hard to sort of deal with your own emotions as well I'm pretty good at dealing with my own emotions yeah but anyway like you were saying I'm off this week you get your own solitude. I do. I get I get to be by myself. I'm a little, like, as much as I said that I'm excited about it to just really, I don't know, I guess get back into routine mainly. Yeah. Um, I'm a little bit nervous for how I'm going to feel um, by come seven days. Like, I feel like, I don't know. I do this so frequently, but. It's different. It is different. Um, there's so much hanging in the balance right now. There's so much conversation happening that triggers everyone or upsets someone or it's just, it's a really unknown time for us. Limbo. That's what we're in. It's just a stuck in limbo at the moment. It's limbo, but it's such like one small comment. Like I cried on the phone the other day and it was one small comment and, you know, Maybe today, Scarlet talking about grandpa didn't affect me, but maybe in three days' time when I'm really tired, maybe it will. Yeah. And stuff like that. So I'm a little bit nervous, but I also don't really have a choice. I can't call you home for me being upset. And the thing with Scarlet as well, like she can really catch you off guard. Like if she sees you crying... She'll come up and she'll come up to you and say, "Oh, it's okay, mummy," and give you a big hug, mm-hmm. and that'll and that I know that that will let the waterworks flow for you. That will really open you up. Yeah, so I'm eager to continue on and keep life going because we don't have anything else to do right now. Um, and again, I, we've said it a few times, but I think your dad he'd he'd just say, "Keep pushing on with it," you know, and. With all this happening, it's made me realise that we don't have forever. So, mm. to make the most of the time that we've got, um, we've spent these last few weeks, like we've said, on our ass, and, you know, grieving, it's part of the grieving process. It is, absolutely. Like, I'm, I'm not holding that against us, what we've done, how we've dealt with it, but there comes a time where we have to snap back into gear, start pushing for our goals that we've, we've been talking about. And-, and even, like, for him, like, we were we – were- 
progressing with him with our goals and stuff like that and he was gonna you know do it with us and as much as that is absolutely gut-wrenching for every goal that we get further because he literally was there with us every step of the way and he knew everything and he was there with us and he's not going to be there with us now but to keep going and especially on the speed that we were kind of going we're building a fair bit of momentum he would honestly he would hate if we stopped and he would love so much to see us succeed so it's just about as much as it breaks my heart and every every single little step a tiny thing is going to rip me apart inside i also just have to go what would he do if he was here it is going to be hard because we were, we were talking about the other day it's all our successes and our triumphs that we have down this path it's going to be hard for you not saying look dad this is what we've done like but well, on the look, other hand, we did on, this together. On the other hand, all our all our all our mistakes and our fuck ups, we won't have anyone. Well, we will, but we won't have him in particular to turn to for advice. So. That's that. I think even more than more than the successes, the successes, it's the fuck ups and the I need help. You know, help help us. What what should we do here? How should we fix this? He was our go-to. He was our dad. I've got this idea, but I can't figure out this one little piece. And he'd be like, "Oh, just do this." Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, for me, for me, it's the other way around. I think it's the holy shit. Look, we did this, and yeah. No, that's so weird though, because that literally just the other day you asked me a question. You said, "Oh, where do we go to find out how to do this?" And I said, well, that's easy. We go and ask dad. And <laughs> you literally looked at me and you were like, what the fuck do I say to that, Kayla? Your dad literally passed away a week ago. Yeah. Like, and unfortunately, I think that's what's going to be harder for me going, who do I go to now? Mm. Yeah. I can, I can go and yell from the skies, Dad, I did this, look at this, and I'll feel proud and happy. But if something fucks up and I can't figure something out, how do I find that answer? And I think that's where we've just sort of got to lean on each other. We're pretty good at finding the answers ourselves. We are. But I know, yeah, yeah, I know where you're coming from. Yeah. It was always, yeah, he was always the person to go... Pull your socks up. It'll be all right. You know, start here. This is what you got to do. To or get he'd the ball take rolling. us out and be like, look at this. Yeah. And start here. And he'd put us in the shit and say, get yourself out. It's just a really weird process. Yeah. Obviously, as, as it sounds, we were pretty close in moving forward with our life with dad um, being a big part of that. And that's a really big really big kick for us. Um, it puts everything in uh, everything in our life, not just the fact that we've lost him. It puts everything in a really weird limbo. 
And unfortunately, that's that's where we're at. Yeah. We're at a really unsure place, numb place, wanting to do him proud and keep going but not really knowing First when step. or where to go with it. So, um, but yeah. Anyway, we'll probably wrap it up there. It's been a not the easiest of episodes to record. Can we say that? Yeah, like, and I'm, you know, obviously it's pretty somber. I'm sorry if you guys are having a really good day and you've listened to this. <laughs> um, that's just, it's just life. And, you know, I hope if you guys go through something like this, you'll know that you're not alone, whether you're in COVID, whether you're just in, gosh, general times to come. That's not going to happen. But in past times, these feelings of not knowing how to grieve or not knowing if you're doing it right, being stuck, just this weird feeling, this numbness. And not, I don't know, I feel like I haven't done him justice. I haven't grieved enough for him yet. I haven't succeeded in that, so I feel like I can't progress in future until I do that, and that's just a shit feeling. Like, and then you have these two kids that are saying continue our life every day, yeah, and it's just this huge, huge complication in your brain, Um, and it's just shit. And yeah, I just hope that I don't know. One day, if you come across this feeling, you'll know that. You're not stupid and you're not doing it alone. Other people feel this way too. And it sucks. It fucking sucks. And there's really no other way to put it. And I don't know how I'm going to get out of it. I don't know. Next week I'm hoping that I come back to this podcast and I'm, you know, I don't know, somewhat back on track because right now I'm way off, way off track. And I don't even know where the fuck my truck is. You know, yeah. If that's you right now, if that's you in the future, if that's you in the past, you're not alone. Um, it sucks. And maybe one day I will come back on this podcast and tell you how I pulled myself out of this. Yeah. Um, or how we, how we got to the end of this. But I'm just hoping that I can be a whole person for my kids in this next week. FIFO sucks for this sort of thing, but it's also good. Like I said, I want to get get into routine, get my head around things a bit more and be a whole person because I definitely feel like I've been only scattered pieces of a person for a few weeks now. So, yeah, sorry for the dismal outlook on life. I'm trying to get there. Um, I think just just the fact that you're well, well, not just willing, you pushed me to press record tonight on this episode. I think that's one part of it's just talking about your feelings. You know, like you said, you had a little little tear up before, and I think that everything helps. I think everyone has their own different way of grieving, and there's no right or wrong way. I think, like you said, I'll probably go away, and you'll let the waterworks flow. Yeah. Um, even when the funeral comes around, that might be your time. But I think everyone has their own path of healing. And yeah. I think I'm here for you. Yeah. All your friends, all your family are here for you. And um, I think 
together we can get through this. And for anyone that, like Kayla was saying, I sound like a broken record, but anyone that's going through this sort of shit, it's, um, yeah, lean on your loved ones, the ones that are close to you. Um, if you don't have anyone close you can talk to, obviously that's very, very unfortunate, but our... We've we've got the time of day for anyone mm. that's that's up for a chat or needs to talk to anyone. Um, the best way you can actually get in touch with us is on Instagram. Just hit us hit, hit us up on the inbox in the DMs um, at just a FIFO fam. But again, sorry for the somber little. But yeah, like sorry, just to cut your void off. Like if you are feeling this way, like talk to I don't one person whether that's your partner or your sister, tell them that you feel like you're not doing enough because you'd be surprised their reaction. Um, obviously, my sister and I are very close, but some of the stuff we grieve, like I said, we grieve completely differently, opposites, in fact. I'm completely internal and she's completely external. And the feelings inside what we're messaging each other or communicating are exactly the same and without communication you feel completely alone and then you know to share this with Boyd as well so that he knows exactly how I'm feeling that's huge he you know he can react and he can help me in different ways and stuff like that whereas because I am very internal how else is he going to know yep. how I'm feeling? And I just think, you know, share it with one person, share it with three, but just make sure those people around you who are potentially going through similar know how you're feeling and can help you know that you aren't stupid or you don't, like your feelings are warranted because I think that's the worst thing going through this is feeling like you are alone. You're alone and and what you're feeling isn't true. Like, you know, like I said, I feel like I haven't grieved enough. But that's a true feeling because no one feels like they have grieved enough because we're on pause. Yeah. And so yeah, like just to know that other people feel the same currently or feel the same in the past and to talk to someone who can reciprocate those feelings or even just accept those feelings and help you through that. Someone that understands. Is, yeah. Yeah, whether they're going through it or they have gone through it is probably the most yeah. important thing. Yeah. It's shit. I'm sorry. This is such a dismal episode. Sorry. <laughs> We're dismal people right now. Yeah. Sorry. Like I said, we're, we're no filter. This is us. Um, this is our life as it is at the moment. And hopefully a few episodes down the track, um, we're much sort of brighter, I guess, and back on track to where we, like Kayla said, we don't know where that track is, but <laughs> we might just I'm going to have to trudge through some dirt first, yeah. I reckon. But we'll, but we'll get there. We'll, we'll get, get there, there. and... Um, yeah, we're looking forward to being those people again. We're trying to be those people again. I think that's I think a lot of people are trying to be their people again. Yeah. So, 
We'll leave it at that, guys. Sorry this wasn't the episode that we actually thought it was going to be. No, we just kept on going. It was uh, yeah, we had a whole different topic ready to go, but I don't think we'd, like Kayla said, I don't think we'd do it justice if we started that up. And Yeah. So, yeah, I hope, I hope everyone is having a lovely week. I hope by the time this airs, I'm having a lovely week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just look after yourself, check up on your mates, and... Yeah. Just because someone, I just want to say also, yeah, just because someone is silent and maybe ignoring you, it doesn't mean that it is you. Maybe, you know, maybe you are understanding that they're going through a lot, but this is something that I really struggle with is feeling like I'm letting other people down while trying to look after myself. Yeah. And that's something you shouldn't feel guilty of. Um, and I think just communicating that through your friends and, you know, your people that it might be affecting goes a long way. But yeah, I, or like, like like you said, a lot of the ones close to you understand what's going on. So, yeah, it, and I, I get that they understand, but it doesn't it doesn't really draw from the fact of inside my brain. I'm thinking that I'm letting people down yeah. um, by continuously trying to process this and it's just a it's just an additional internal thing that no one is putting that pressure on me at all but I struggle with the fact that I feel like I haven't I you know I've let people down or I haven't communicated enough and that's a really shit feeling so um anyone else going through that it's shit and I'm sorry and honestly just continue to try and tell yourself that no one else is thinking that because that's what I keep telling myself. (laughs) Um, And also fuck them if they are because, like, you need to do you. But this is all things that I'm telling myself. Who knows? People could fucking hate me. Yeah, or they shouldn't. It's it's what you're going through and you're telling your side of it and, yeah. I, don't, I feel I don't like know. I've sworn a lot more in this episode than <laughs> ever before. Sorry if you don't like the word fuck. <laughs> okay. Oh, what? <laughs> that happened. <laughs> what? what was that? K- <laughs> that. Anyway, we'll wrap it up there. We'll chuck a nice little bow on it. We'll chuck a bow on a pile of shit. Set it on fire. Yeah. But, yeah, thanks for tuning in, guys. Um yeah, like we if said, you we, do have, um, we've tried to wrap this episode up sorry, like no, four no, no, times sorry, so far. Shut up! If you do have um, advice on grief or how to process it, please inbox us because, like it sounds like in this episode, I think I'm really struggling how to process this. I've lost two grandfathers, Boyd's grandfather. I don't know if I've internalized all of that and never really properly grieved. So if you have proper intel on how I should be processing this or maybe words of advice, please come at me because I do feel like I am internalizing this a lot. And maybe I'm just feeling like I'm not doing it justice. Like Like I've said a couple of times, maybe I'm not doing it justice in my head, but maybe there's some things I could be doing. So... Hit us up. Tell me things that have helped you because we're in limbo and we're stuck. 
sorry. Yeah. We're going to end it here. We are going to end it here. Right there. We're out. We love you all. Thank you guys for everything. And fingers crossed next week we come back a bit more in our mojo. All right. Thanks, guys. Love you.